We're now joined by Sergeant Carrie Schmidt from the OPP Highway Safety Division. Carrie, we had to reach out to you. After I heard, it's just amazing to me and other drivers who drive the 400 series highways around the GTA that there are people that are street racing, but they are. You, uh, the OPP, have charged 67 drivers with street racing in the GTA in the past seven days. Yeah, it's about 10 a day that we're uh, charging. The weekend was busy. The weather's getting better. The cars are coming out, the summer cars, the motorcycles. Everyone's putting on their summer tires. And uh, now they feel like they need to go test drive their cars and, and see what they're capable of doing or cleaning out that exhaust or cleaning up those cylinders. Well, if you're going to be pushing your vehicle to the limit, now the highway is not the place to do it. The speed limits are there for a reason, and we're getting people 180, 190. Last week we had that car doing 254 kilometers an hour on, on the 401, on the highway, which is or actually on 403, yeah. going ridiculously fast. What time of day are these uh, people being caught street racing? You know, well, whenever they can find any gap in space in in, uh, in the highways, but all throughout the day, all uh, overnight as well, a lot of people uh, are doing this uh, after hours when traffic volumes decrease and uh, and the speeds are obviously increasing uh, again uh, into insane numbers. Uh, we've seen far too many crashes, and I can tell you right now, aggressive driving is the number one killer on our highways. We've already had uh, over a dozen people die this year already because of aggressive or speeding-related fatalities. I think people are finding it hard to wrap their heads around uh, when, you know, we talk about speeds of 167, 181, because a lot of the times there's just no room to get your car up to that speed or your motorcycle (laughs) up to that speed. So uh, most of us would think, well, how is this even possible? So where primarily are they doing it? Well, on the highways, all over the place, on the QEW, on the 403. Are they weaving? Oh, absolutely, they're weaving. They're, and, and I'm sure you've seen them in, in your travels as well. I see them all the time when I'm off duty and we'll see cars zipping through traffic. Again, lane discipline is another concern that I have that, that causes a lot of this dangerous driving behavior. Uh, the speed itself is what people are, are looking for. But when they, when they have someone sitting in the left lane mm-hmm. uh, and not moving over, now they're weaving through traffic and causing all kinds of problems. So, you know, again, we really all need to be aware of it and actually do our own part to uh, you know, make sure that we're not causing or contributing to the road rage. Do we need an education campaign on you know, what you're calling lane discipline and abuse of that, which was oh. traditionally called the passing lane? It can't be necessarily the passing lane anymore because we just don't have enough lanes for all the cars on the highway. So you very rarely see that empty. Yeah, no, I understand that. But when you're driving on a highway, I've been driving behind traffic many times, and there's no one in the middle lane or even in the right lane, and cars are just parked in the left lane, just going along. They have their cruise control set. They know their lane's not going to end. They can keep going. They're not using their mirrors. They have no idea how much traffic they're backing up behind them. So please, if you're driving a vehicle, I don't care what kind of car it is, use those mirrors and stay out of that left lane unless you're actually passing somebody. If you need to you know, duck in and duck out, you can do that back and forth. But many people just, they want to stay in that lane so they don't feel they have to change lanes. Maybe they're too nervous to change lanes, uh, checking their blind spots. But driving is an active activity. It's a full-time job. And uh, when we get people sitting in the left lane, yeah. uh, big vehicles or small, uh, they're not doing anybody any favors by, by that kind of uh, behavior. Carrie, speaking of big vehicles, what's the rule around trucks on the highway and in the left lane when are they allowed to be in the left lane because i'm seeing that more and more frequently 
Well, there is uh, rules around that. They're typically not allowed in the, in the left lane of the express lanes. And the collectors, they would be. If there's no core collectors, uh, it'll be well signed where you can and can't be. It's any vehicle over six and a half meters. Now, a six and a half meter vehicle is pretty much any type of uh, cube van delivery truck uh, is going to be that length already, or even a vehicle pulling a trailer will be well over six and a half meters. So it's not just the transport trucks. And obviously with them, the following distance as well is clearly specified in the Highway Traffic Act. So in the collector's lane, it's it's okay? Yes, it is okay because you need to be in that lane at some point if you're merge. transit in, into, the, into the express lane. Right, so, I got what uh, you're so, saying. So only when you're in the far extreme, most left lane of the express uh, and its signs uh, are you not permitted in those lanes. Are you pulling over many trucks that are abusing that? Oh, absolutely. There's officers uh, doing commercial vehicle enforcement all the time. And uh, again, in many of those areas, it's very, very densely populated and, and urban and, and uh, heavy traffic. It makes it difficult sometimes to find a good place to pull these vehicles over. But absolutely, our officers are out there doing that enforcement. Uh, but again, we're not going to be everywhere all the time. And, and that's what uh, we need to use these opportunities to educate motorists, uh, commercial and passenger alike, to uh, kind of realize how we share the road together and do uh, and do our do our part to keep our highway safe so we all get to our destination. You, when you see one of these drivers who are speeding along the roads, what should you be doing? Because like you say, uh, you're not there all the time. And I have uttered, where's a cop when you need one? Yeah, for sure. And and that uh, certainly is, is important. You know, if people are tailgating you, you know, they're probably tailgating you because you're probably in the wrong lane. Maybe you should be moving out of their way. Uh, we don't want people to become uh, road vigilantes and uh, setting the rate of speed. If you feel that the speed limit's 100, but... 115 is uh, maybe as fast as I want to go, so that's as fast as anybody should go, and you set your cruise control in the left lane at 115, well, you're impeding traffic in some cases when traffic is moving faster. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm I'm telling you that if you're impeding traffic, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, you're going to be causing frustration. And when that happens, you get people weaving in and out. And it shocks me at how, you know, when you've got a buffer, because it's amazing how quickly your buffer closes if someone slams on their brakes. Absolutely. That and, following distance is so oh, tight. It's crazy. So when you see somebody just flit and almost take out the front of a car or the back of a car, you just think, wow, uh, it's it's nuts. It's just so unsafe. There's a lot yeah. of people driving on our 400 series highway like they're playing a video game. Yeah. And you can go from highway speed from 100 kilometers per hour. You step on the pedal. I don't care if you're driving uh, any kind of vehicle. You can get up to uh, a very high speed within seconds. And if something happens in front of you, again, you're not going to have that time to react and the stopping distance uh, to avoid a collision. Appreciate your time today, as always, Carrie. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Cheers. All right, 67 charges of street racing in seven days, 10 a day. It's crazy.